0: Sure, This is Josh here, broadcasting to you from a little bit of a different place today. My kids are taking over my house because we have been plagued by sickness, which is why I'm late this week with the show. Invaded every corner of it, so I'm broadcasting to you from my car, which is covered in snow and a little bit chilly, but nonetheless, here we are. So, geocaching, if you are not familiar with it, is the rarefied sport hobby of finding little treasures along familiar pathways. You can find them on hiking trails. You can find them in the ocean. You can find them in the cities. You can find them in the dull suburbs. There are these little places that just say, hey, I've been here. Find little tiny treasures, little tiny things that change the treasure hunting of looking around, especially of familiar places. And to me, that kind of occurs to me as a metaphor for the way I've read scripture as I've gotten older. Gone to seminary, been in ministry, uh, raising my family. Um, but I was raised in the church, deep within the church, so it got a little over familiar and overexplored for me, honestly. So I found these little treasures of language, of historical situation, and interpretation that have helped me to see some of the dimension of scripture again. And that's what this is all about. So let's do it. Woo! Corinthians, not two Corinthians, but one Corinthians, in this case, First Corinthians. Um, Corinthians is, is just a fascinating set of letters from Paul to the church in Corinth. Um, one of the only references most people will remember is a uh, commercial from the 80s, um, where the guy, I think it's a guy from um, Fantasy Island, is sitting there and he says, people say to me, is it... Corinthian leather, like from Corinth, I guess. And that's like the first time outside the Bible that I ever heard the word Corinth or Corinthian. Uh, At the time, Corinth was this port city where you had plenty of trade going on. You had plenty of other worldviews all clashing together. You had a lot going on, a very busy place. Also, a very bohemian place when it came to uh, morality. It had a tendency to be somewhat loose and wild. Um, you could actually, at the time, say, you know, that so and so person gets around and goes to bed with everybody. They're like a Corinthian. They're like that person's like a Corinthian. They're just that bad. Like it was a slur that you could use at the time. Um, it's similar. If you've ever lived in a port city, um, sometimes they can be kind of racy, wild places. Um, I'm think I think of like I used to live in Vancouver. Um, the uh, moral mores, there were a lot different than they are here in northern Wisconsin. Uh, there was a lot going on, a lot of different worldviews, m- meeting with each other, uh, a lot of different ways of living, meeting with each other. Um, and in Corinth, this is what was going on. So this is what Paul is is ministering to in that community. Um, and he's addressing a lot of the things that are happening in that community. Some of it is is immorality issues. Uh, sexual ethics, that kind of thing. Um, one of the things that's happening also in that community that's thats a very deep spiritual issue is that they're dividing amongst themselves. And that's a huge problem for him. So they're having these infightings over various things. And one of the biggest things is the trendy doctrine. What's the latest in the spiritual thing? How can I be the spiritual inside person? How can I be in the inner circle? And how can I be kind of rhetorically above everyone else, have this rhetorical clout over everyone else? Um, and that that's an issue. So they're saying, you know, okay, well, so-and-so has this gift. Well, they're more important than this other person who has this behind-the-scenes gift, or this person is very public and has this gift of sort of proclaiming, and they they're more important than this person who has this quiet gift of service. And it's ending up being a real problem in fighting in the community one of the things that paul talks about a lot comes up here in a verse a chapter 12 verse 4. now there are there a variety of gifts but the same spirit and their variety is of service but the same lord and there are varieties of activities but it is the same god who empowers them all in everyone to each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good for to one is given through the spirit the utterance of wisdom to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit to the, another, faith by the same Spirit, to another, gifts of healing by one Spirit, to another, working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another, various kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by the one and same Spirit who apportions to each individually as he wills. That's chapter 12, 4 through 11. Very much, uh, very Paul. Paul doing a list of things again. Paul always seemed to like like he loved lists. I, I picture him in some sort of very small, like one of those stucco houses that they all lived in with, with post-it notes everywhere, because he just loved lists. But in this list, he's listing out um the different gifts and showing they all come from one. They all come from one spirit. Um and one of the ones he mentions is tongues. The uh, $5 Greek word for that is glossolalia. Say it with me. Glossolalia. And it's spelled... I don't have a clue. But um, glossolalia was one of the issues there. People were speaking in tongues, and that was becoming, hey, I speak in tongues, I'm more spiritual than you, I'm more powerful than you. And there became this clicking and infighting over that. The issue was that glossolalia was known far and wide throughout Corinth in the many different cults and other faiths and pagan groups that met there. It was a phenomenon all over the place, and it was considered to be a hyper-spiritual phenomenon. So you might have gone from whatever uh, Greek cultists that you were practicing going to the temple and getting into mystical ecstasy and speaking in other tongues, and then you become a Christian, and then you find that that you can do the same thing as a Christian, and it's very tempting to let that go to your ego. But what's interesting here, and I think interesting for us as modern readers, is the fact that tongues were not invented by the Christians. They had been around for a long time. It was not, it is not a native gift to us. We didn't make it up. That is not to illegitimize it. It's still a thing. People still do it. I have good, good friends who speak in tongues. Um, and who know the Lord, and that is not a question in my mind at all. But we have to know that Paul was addressing a phenomenon that was going on in the wider culture, not just the Christian community. The problem was in the Christian community was that these gifts were becoming a way of your own ego stroking. And that's a big issue. So what Paul wanted to get at was to say that your gifts are for the edification of the community. If they're for personal edification, it is so you can bring that strength back to the community. And you come in sort of the swan song, the culmination of 1 Corinthians, and that's 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient, love is kind, love is this, love is that. We've all heard it. We've all heard it read at various weddings, and there's a lot of Zondervan cross-stitches about it. But it has absolutely nothing to do with wedding love and romantic love. It's not about that at all. It's about love in the community. And that's what Paul keeps coming back to. That's his huge theme in Corinthians. Yes, you speak in tongues, whatever. Don't let that become your inner circle thing. Don't try to be part of that in crowd. You are part of the whole crowd. You are part of the community. You've accepted Christ. That means you've accepted all of them too. The less than flattering, less than exciting human beings that are all around you and not meant to be dominated and not meant to be lorded over no matter what your gifting is. And so 1 Corinthians 13 is that story of, here's your gift, bring it back to the community. Love. Love is where you work this out. Where you work out your Christian walk and your Christian life. It's freezing cold, and I'm going to get out of my car. But that is your geocache for today. Tiny Treasures. In the big truth, Pax Humana. Cheers.